recently we've been talking about how the unrighteous is being made righteous by faith in the gospel and how the dead of someone who is dead because of sin becomes alive in Christ. And the slaves of sin are now freed to become slaves of God, slaves of obedience, slaves of righteousness. That those who are bound by the law are now free to belong to another, to belong to God. And and we thank God that even if we have this new nature and dual nature, may dual within, that we don't just have a new nature that battles the old nature, but we also have help so that we could walk in victory. Uh, we have this conflict going on inside of us between our desires, between the flesh and the spirit. And last week, wretched man that we are, sin dwelling within us. But thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord, we have deliverance. And we have freedom. So on last week, what a wretched man that we are. And I believe all of us can relate to that. Talagang hindi lang sana all. We are all <laughs> like this. This week is more about what a blessing we really have in Jesus. What a blessing we really have in the gospel. And this part helps us understand why some people, the mga heroes of the faith that we have, can walk in the newness of life. They can... Uh, reign in life. They can serve a new master with freedom and liberty and they're serving in the new way of the spirit and they're walking in victory in the midst of difficult challenges. So talagang hashtag sana all. Okay? We can all have that. We can all walk in a higher plane of living and enjoy life in the spirit. The beauty and the power of the gospel is not just about God giving us a brand new start and a new heart with new desires. But He also gives us a new power source, a new spirit, and it's no less than His Spirit, the Holy Spirit. And like our heroes of the faith in Scripture, in history, and even currently the people that you really look up to when it comes to faith, like them, we have the Spirit of God. The Spirit of life, the Spirit of Christ dwelling in us, sanctifying us, transforming us to become more like Christ. Let me explain that from the passage that we read. Now, the Gospel shows, firstly, that in Christ, the law of the Spirit of life is now at work in us. You know, we read a while ago in verses 1 to 4, and I want to highlight a few phrases from this passage. There is therefore now no condemnation. Why don't you say that with me? No condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Because of the free gift of righteousness, we are placed in right standing with God. We are no longer under judgment. No more judgment. No more reason for us to be afraid. The penalty of our sins are no more. Praise God for that. No more condemnation. And we can now approach God with confidence because of His grace. And we are no longer enslaved to sin. We are now set free. Because the Bible says the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. 
In Christ, we have a deliverer, a liberator, one who sets us free and one who gives us life, yung Zoe kind of life, nilang physical or bios, but even the spiritual kind of life, a quality of uh, God's self-existent life that He imparts to us and that He gives to us so that we can truly live and that we, we could be sustained by that kind of life. And of course, God did what we humans could not do, kaya nga siya good news. He did it by sending His uh, one and only Son, taking on humanity, the Christ, meaning the Anointed One, one in whom the Spirit of God is at work, regenerating and renewing us with, with His power. And of course, hindi lang siya Christ, the Messiah, but He is Jesus, which literally means the Lord saves. And when He came, the Bible says, He came in the likeness of sinful flesh. Not just uh, in the likeness of flesh, kasi nga, that would not make him truly human. Pero hindi rin sinasabi na uh, in sinful flesh, because that means that he is sinful and he deserves death. But he is described as someone who came in the likeness of sinful flesh. And because of who he is, the Christ, the Lord who saves, he lived a victorious life, victorious over sin, and he was tempted in every way, and yet he did not sin. And in doing so, he took our condemnation, the just penalty of our sins, and through his own death and sacrifice, he condemned sin. Ibig sabihin, he judged and destroyed the power of sin so that in Christ, there, there is therefore now no condemnation. Sin has lost its power and its claim over its victim, those of us who are sinners but are now in Christ. Jesus, our Savior, became our ultimate substitutionary sacrifice and He is the ultimate sin destroyer. So the law of the Spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death in Christ Jesus. Yung righteous requirement of the law, which is faithful obedience to it. The law is holy, it's righteous, it's good, and the law demands it. But thanks be to God, Jesus fulfilled it. So in the flesh, He accomplished uh, what no human being before or in the future could ever do on their own. And He lived a righteous life in perfect obedience to God the Father, and His will in perfect alignment with the Father's will. And He did not do it uh, not just for our justification, and not just for our sanctification, but also to set an example for us and gave us a picture of what truly being human means like. And that is to live in the fullness of His Spirit, in complete dependence and reliance of His Spirit. And again, this is not based on works, but by grace. Not based on our performance, but by justification. And now that we are being sanctified, we see the progression of God at work in us, leading us forward in progression. Hindi siya perfectionism, but it's a basic reorientation of one's life and yung basic patterns of righteousness and, and truly living, what it means to be truly human, can be set properly in our lives. We are no longer to work according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. After all, we are more than physical beings. We are created spiritual beings by God Himself, for God Himself, and to live with God Himself in us by being 
in Christ. That's living a life on a higher plane. And there is now a new law or a principle at work in the life of the believer. I'm sure you probably wondered, I used to wonder why a heavy airplane can uh, fly up in the air so high and defy the law of gravity. That is because there's another law at work. And that is something more powerful than the law of gravity. Um, principle, there's this law, this principle in aerodynamics that is being harnessed so that a plane, even if it's heavy, could really fly. Merong force that goes against the force of gravity. If the gravity pulls it down, there's the force from the jet engine that's powerful that gives the thrust to keep it moving forward. There's the, the uh, shape of the wings and the shape of the airplane that uses the force of the wind to give it a lift. And then uh, whatever it's supposed to drag it down, yung tail uh, wings and yung shape ng tail will use whatever that is instead of to pull it down to lift the plane even higher. And uh, in a similar manner, the law of the spirit of life is now at work in the believer. And it enables us to overcome the law of sin and death. Kung uh, yung law of sin and death is pushing us down to sin and to fail and to live a low life, the Spirit of God pushes us forward so that we will not be stuck. He gives us vision. He gives us a mission. And He lifts us up when we are, when we are down. And every time when we are filled with guilt and shame and condemnation, and just like in justification, He releases the grace for us to be forgiven, to be made right with God. And instead of uh, the weight that drags us down, He brings redemption so that what the enemy has meant for evil shall work for our good, so that even in the midst of our failures, God's glory can still be displayed by His grace. Praise God that in Christ, the law of the Spirit of life is now at work in us. And because of Christ's finished work, the Spirit of Christ is now dwelling in us that we might live by the Spirit. In verse 4 to 9, it says this, take note of these phrases, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. We walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is, say it with me, life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. You know, Paul was telling here that what we set our minds on, our mindset, will eventually determine our actions. Our internal mindset will determine our outward behavior. And if previously before Christ we have set our minds on the things of the flesh, we need to set our mind we need to have a mindset that are, are directed on the things of the Spirit. 
And what an amazing picture of how God changes us and transforms us. Hindi niya tayo ginawang parang robots that are simply programmed and controlled to just follow and obey. We are actually being asked to participate in God's transforming work. May part to play tayo to set our mind on the things of the Spirit. Where man sinned in Adam because of a wrong choice of being in the flesh, living a life apart from God. By the Spirit of God, we are now being asked and we are being trained to start living by the Spirit. Kasi nga, when we leave God out of the picture, living in the flesh, we are only uh, limited in the flesh and of course, the end result is death. But when we allow God to lead us, to empower us, to direct us, life goes beyond the natural. We move to the supernatural. Of course, we have a supernatural God. And we move to a higher plane of living. Unlike the law, which seems uh, regular and rigid and repetitive, the Spirit of God leads us to extraordinary living with liberty and even with some form of spontaneity. Kung yung law specifically tells us what we should not do, the Spirit of God leads us specifically on what we should be doing. And if we set our mind on the things of the Spirit, which is not only yung concentration lang ng thought, no, our perspective, but yung desire natin is desiring the things of the Spirit, desiring what God desires for us. And uh, yung perspective natin that directs the outward behavior is on the things of the Spirit. There's no telling what God can do in you and through you. Paul says in Corinthians that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. It's going to be an exciting adventure. So the advice that Paul gives us is to live by the Spirit, by setting our minds on the things of the Spirit. Don't just settle for low living. Don't just settle for low thinking. Instead of being led to death, the Spirit leads us to life. And again, that's quality and quantity life. And peace, that means being whole and complete and being full. In other words, uh, in Christ, we are no longer hostile to God, but we are reconciled to Him. So let's enjoy and maximize that relationship. We are no longer in rebellion to God's law. That's why we have to submit to His Lordship fully. You know, if pride is the root, rebellion is the fruit. But if submission to His Lordship and His leadership is at the root, Life and peace shall be the fruit. So instead of living in the flesh, living apart from God, we can now live according to the Spirit, with God, for God, and that we are now in Christ. His Spirit is now in us. We could live fully for Him. God gave His all to save us. And God is now saying to us, Hashtag sana all. Sana we give our all to Him now that He is sanctifying us. Before we were living a life apart from God, in rejection of Him, and going against our reason for being and why we were created, now God's Spirit dwells in us and is at work in us and is working through us. God's Spirit is dwelling in us is, is an affirmation that we belong to Him. Kasi nga, a person... Um, who does not have a God, is someone who does not belong to Him, someone who just, uh, refuses to acknowledge that, that the one belongs to the Lord. And um, 
of course, whether it's by ownership in creation or whether we're indebted for His saving grace. Diba? But those of us who know that we were created by God for Him, those of us who realize that we've been saved by God and at such a cost by His Son's sacrifice, then we know that we belong to Him. We owe our lives to Him and we choose a life that belongs to Him instead of a life that is apart from Him. In fact, I mentioned last week that the conflict within is actually a sign that His Spirit is at work in us. Kung meron nga tayong sense of conflict, well, praise God, kasi nga, sabihin, the Spirit of God is in us. And we feel that tension that there is a growing displeasure towards sin and that there's a growing desire to serve Him. We just need to learn how to trust Him and keep on trusting Him. We need to learn how to yield to His will, even if it doesn't make sense. At times, that we would keep walking and living according to the Spirit. Think about this. If you are in Christ, the Spirit of God is in you. God Himself. The Spirit of Christ, the Anointed One, is in you. In other words, we are not just in Christ, but Christ is in us. His anointing, His Spirit is now dwelling in us. And we should not allow sin to dwell within us, but we should allow the Spirit to dwell within us all the more. Of course, the Spirit of Christ, that means uh, His Spirit is carrying out God's purposes and He is applying the fruit of what Christ did on the cross so that the lives of the believers in life natin will experience the full benefit of it. The Christ truly saves and He will not fail. And of course, for what purpose that He dwells in us, aside from empowering us to live a life by the Spirit. You know, I want to point out also that the Spirit is now leading us and transforming us towards Christ-likeness. In verses 10 to 17, let's take note of these phrases. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. The Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you do not receive you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. You know, in other words, God is raising up the real you, the real me, the one who is created in God's image and likeness, the one who will reflect Him to the rest of God's creation. The body is dead because of sin, but praise God, the Spirit is life because of righteousness and because of what Christ did. Life, real life, life as it is meant to be, is now possible. Things can now be made right and are being made right by the power of His Spirit. And itong life na to, as Paul was saying, is found in dying to our sins, dying to a life apart from God, and allowing the Spirit to dwell in us. And in Christ, 
we are no longer slaves. We've been set free. And more than that, we've been given the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Sonship. In other words, we used to be under the spirit of slavery. Pero ngayon, set free na tayo. Free to know Him, free to enjoy Him, free to obey Him from the heart, as Paul said in the previous chapters. And by the same way, because of the spirit of adoption, we can cry, Abba, Father. As Jesus referred to God as Abba, the Father. Meaning, your relationship na to is something that we can have personally, intimately, and fondly, it's an, uh, a relationship that we can truly enjoy. And yung confession nato, yung declaration nato is we cry out, Abba Father. Hindi crying out that I am your child. It is a crying out of who God is. It's a dependence not on us, but on a dependence on who God is. That God is now our Father in that He leads us as a father to a child. Moreover, it is God the Father seeing us as He sees Christ who is in us. And as our Father, He provides, He protects, He takes responsibility for us, and we are adopted in Christ as sons. Merong spirit of adoption, which means with full acceptance, with full rights, with full privileges, and full responsibility. Gospel, good news kasi nga, adoption. It rests solely on the loving purpose and the grace of God. What a blessing we really have in Jesus. Thank God it's revealed in the gospel. And because He is our Father, He is also raising us up, sanctifying us, transforming us so that we can bear His image more and more to be what it truly means to be truly human on a higher plane of being, in a higher plane of living, a superhuman, <laughs> a human with a supernatural God living inside of you. And the Spirit, the Bible says, bears witness of this. In other words, like the testify siya, he is testifying jointly. He is corroborating with evidence. He is giving, allowing us to bear fruit of the Spirit as we live according to the Spirit. He is giving us the gifts of the Spirit so that we can do His will in a supernatural way. And the Bible says that the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same Spirit that is sanctifying us and transforming us towards Christ-likeness. And yung resurrection ni Christ na yon is a proof and an assurance of our own resurrection and glorification. In other words, it is secure. And yung resurrection ni Christ that gives us confidence, not just of the present, but of our future condition. The Spirit Himself dwelling in us not just sanctifying us, will also lead us to glorification. And the Spirit of God is the deposit and the guarantee that we are His and that we are going there and we will have this great future. And as God has proven that His prophecies are trustworthy in history, so we can be assured of what He promised for the future with certainty. Kaya nga, Paul was reminding us, we owe it to God not to live in the flesh. The more we realize that it is not about us, the better it is for us. The more we live in a way that is all about Him, and the less we live as if it is all about us, the better and uh, a higher plane of living becomes a greater reality for each and every one of us. So I want to remind us, let us follow the leading of the Spirit. Let us be mindful of who He is and what He is doing in us and through us. We are children of God. 
heirs of God, fellow heirs with Christ. And that means we have an inheritance waiting for us. Our destiny is secure. Our future is sure. Because the Spirit is now living in us, dwelling in us, and is leading us and transforming us towards Christ-likeness. A life in the Spirit is now available for those who are in Christ. Will you let Him lead you? Will you yield and let Him transform you? The Spirit of God is now at work in us, dwelling in us, sanctifying us, transforming us inside out. Living on a higher plane is possible. And this should be our new normal. Remember the picture of a plane in flight I showed a while ago. You know, for many of us, this might not be the picture of our lives right now. It's probably more like this. A plane with going through air pockets, turbulence, and storms. But I would like to remind us, remember that we are just the co-pilot. The senior pilot is Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our deliverer, our liberator, our life giver. And uh, we have a control tower guiding us in the midst of the storm. And that is God's word. And we have the Spirit of God giving us the thrust to keep us moving forward, the vision and the mission, giving us the lift that we need so that we could stay up, dealing with our guilt, shame, and condemnation. And there is the drag that lifts us higher, making sure that all things work for the good, for those who love God and are called according to His purpose, all for the glory of our Abba, Father. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, we set our minds on the things of the Spirit. Help us to know you more and align our will with yours. We acknowledge our reliance and our dependence on you. Fill us with your power and accomplish your purposes in us more and more, that we may live lives that truly reflect your image and showcase your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.